Hey guys, this is Kurt, producer of Your Push Coach. This last week, Josh hosted a six-day leadership challenge to teach the exact steps it takes to become a high performer and to raise up high performers. These are the same principles Josh teaches in his Life, Leadership, and Performance Coaching Certification, and we're happy to share those with you right here on the podcast. If you're someone that has struggled to get others' results, this episode is about to change the way you look at performance and leadership. By the way, we just opened the doors for our next round of certification. So if this content changes the way you see life and business and you're ready to become a certified leadership and performance coach, make sure and reach out to us via Instagram or message the team at info at joshcoats.com. Understanding the psychology of conscious versus subconscious mind. How many of you are at least familiar with those terms? Conscious mind, subconscious mind, we at least know that terminology. So here's what we tend as humans Here's how we tend to think it works. We have mindset, we have feelings, we have actions, we have results. And everything you see here, I'm going to call conscious level coaching. Because this is what I see mostly in the coaching slash mentoring world. Is people kind of picking one of these things and kind of like trying to teach you. For instance, we got actions. How many of you have heard, if you change your habits... You can finally see the success you want. All you have to do is change your habits. How many of you in the process of changing your habits have found that you really suck at changing your habits? Anybody? (laughs) If you could just be more disciplined, if you could just have the right habits, okay, well, if I could just have that, that would be super cool. But you telling me to have better actions and telling me to have better habits has not yet fixed my actions and habits. Then we have people that are all about the feelings. You got to feel better if you want to do better. So make sure and, you know, like get yourself in the right energy, get yourself in the right space. But the problem with that is those feelings come right back at you when you go to do something that doesn't excite you. When you go to do something that maybe has scared you over and over. For some of you, it's talking to people. For some of you, it's leading or inviting people, whatever that is. These feelings that people change, temporary. And then we've got the mindset coaches. And this is going to feel contradictory that I am a life and performance coach here um, to kind of not be a huge fan of mindset. Now, I'm going to show you some ways that it really works, but here's what most conscious level mindset coaches do. They give you 37 ways to make your mindset in the moment better. But you wake up the next morning and you're stuck with the same demons. How many of you ever like, as long as I listen to this podcast with this person, I'm good to go. As long as I do this very specific journal method, I'm good to go. As long as like, and this is why people have told me over and over and over and over and over, Josh, if I could just take you in my pocket with me everywhere I go. And I got to be like, that would be super cool, but that would make you dependent on me, which means I didn't do a very good job of leading you because now you are just a follower of me. You are not a leader of you. And followers don't actually make a difference in the world. And I don't mean that as an insult. It's leaders who make a difference in the world. So if all I do is rise up followers, I look really cool. And maybe I even feel really cool. Look at me. I have a lot of people following me, doing everything I say. But I haven't actually made an impact in anyone's life. All I've done 
is essentially made them the crowd in my football stadium watching me play my game. I don't know if you caught that or not. If all I know how to do is conscious level coaching, I basically end up just creating a whole bunch of fans that show up to cheer me on. That is not long-term impact, and I also don't really think that's leadership. I would say that that's entertainment. That's okay if that's what you're into, you know? If all you want to do is entertain people, that's great. There's, 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 there's nothing wrong with that. But I think you're here today because you want to make a long-lasting impact on the lives of the people you serve. Can you show me a jazzy if that's you? And so that's what I want to show you how to do today. I don't want to raise up conscious level coaches. Conscious, by the way, is temporary. If, you, if you're taking notes today, right? Conscious equals temporary. Because what I'm conscious of changes. Anybody just hear me snap my fingers and my microphone pick that up? Your conscious mind just changed. Was that permanent or was that temporary? <laughs> I could put up a blue screen over uh, my camera and everyone would see blue, but only temporarily until you looked the other way. I could talk about an elephant and everyone here, well, everyone's done this exercise, try to think, try not to think about an elephant. Oops, you did it. See, all I'm proving is that the conscious mind is easily distracted and it goes in and out all the time. It's not permanent. And therefore, any level of conscious mind training does not create permanent changes. It only creates temporary highs. And temporary highs, don't get me wrong, got some pre-workout in here because I love temporary highs. <laughs> but that's not permanent. And that's not actually changing people's lives. Now, it can make people's lives a little better a little more fun. And I like that. I like to do that too. That's why I take pre-workout before my calls because while I'm making long-lasting changes in your life, I want it to be a fun process, okay? But we've got to go to a deeper level. So I want to show you this next slide to show you what long-lasting success or growth, I should say, which turns into success actually looks like. We've got our subconscious mind, which is permanent. Now, when I say permanent, I don't mean it's impossible to change. I just mean it doesn't change easily. Does that make sense? Like the permanent house of my color is white brick. Now, the reality is we could change that by painting it, but it's not going to change if the sun comes up tomorrow. You see what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's, it's pretty stuck that way unless you do some hard work. Okay. Now, our subconscious mind actually feeds data to the conscious mind. And the conscious mind then tells our body what to feel. And our feelings naturally create an action or reaction, which brings about the results we have in our life. And we're going to talk a lot more Wednesday night on how all of this works together. I don't want to steal uh, the thunder from that call. But here's what I do want to do is I want to dig into the difference between these two things right here. Because the subconscious, I want you to write this down. The subconscious is the lens by which we interpret the world we live in. The subconscious is the lens by which we interpret the rest of the world that we live in. I'll give you an example. I knew this person. 
And she really, 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 really didn't like to go to social activities. Okay. If you're here in anti so you're antisocial, I don't mean this as a trigger to you in any way. Okay. I promise. I promise. You now we've got extroverts, introverts, homebodies, outgoing. None of that matters. Just, just, just hear me out with a story. Okay. Before she would go, she would talk about how terrible it was going to be. She would talk about how no one ever talks to her and no one was going to talk to her. She's probably going to go sit alone in a corner all night and no one would even notice her. She would then go to the event. You know what she would do? She would immediately find the seat in the corner and she'd go sit in it with her back to everyone else at the event. And occasionally she would kind of turn and and look kind of awkwardly at people. You know what people would do? People would see that RBF and be like, I think I'll go over this way and see what's going on. Now, in her head, she literally, this is important, she literally thought that she walked in with a smile on her face and said hi to people as she walked by and was so open and loving and welcoming. And she thought she sat down at a place where everyone could see. And she really did think that she made eye contact with people and smiled and waved and said hi. And she would come home from the event and complain about how the exact thing she said was going to happen happened. She tried to say hi. She tried to interact. No one wanted to involve her. And the fact of the matter that everyone there could see was that she sat in the corner completely closed off to the rest of the room. The fact, those were the facts. Now, her story was, Nobody likes me. Do you know what everyone else's story was? She doesn't like us. And she literally manifested from a place in her subconscious mind, no one likes me. And she went and literally put it into manifestation. And here's what's crazy about the subconscious mind. I wish so badly that right here and right now I could open up every single one of your brains and just find that limit and just pluck it out. But if I could do that, it wouldn't be the subconscious mind. It would be the conscious mind. The things in your subconscious mind are hidden from you because they've been there for so long you forgot they were even. I like to say it like this. Your subconscious mind is playing unconscious affirmations like a broken record in the back of your head that you thought was, you forgot was playing. Does anyone have any type of thoughts around I'm not worthy of success? Has anyone ever had those thoughts? I'm not good enough to lead people. What if I become a powerful leader only to let other people down? What if success changes me? What if it changes me into someone I never wanted to be in my relationships and all these things? All of these things, I just want to make it really clear. If you just spoke up and said, yep, that's me. Those are your conscious level thoughts. Meaning there is a subconscious thing underneath. And if we can't get to the subconscious thing that's triggering off that conscious thought or belief, it'll be there forever. Now, I wish that weren't the case. Like I I literally wish there was a way to just say, hey, just take this one pill. (laughs) and some steroid cream, and you'll be good. 
But life, much like our bodies, which is, I, I use so many health and fitness examples because I have found that life and, and our bodies are just so similar. Our lives and our businesses are so similar to our bodies. You can't just throw Band-Aids on stuff and, and just think that it'll be fixed. You also can't just take one pill. You have to be willing to do the actual deep-rooted work to figure out what's going on there. And that's where coaching comes in. True coaching, which we're going to talk a lot more about Wednesday night. How many of you are going to come Wednesday night and hang out with us? Good, good, good. You do not want to miss Wednesday night, okay? Tonight, this today, is just teaching you why true coaching is so powerful. True coaching is the process that actually goes to work to change some of this. And that's what we're going to be teaching you on Wednesday night. But it would have been really silly to teach you how to coach without even knowing like what the hell is happening underneath these layers. Does that make sense? We need you to know that if you don't understand true coaching, the reality is, I mean, you're just, I hate to say it this way because I don't mean it as any type of judgment or shame toward anyone else, but you're kind of just throwing pills at people. You're kind of just throwing steroid creams at people. Well, when I felt that way, this is what I did and it worked for me. Well, they don't have the same subconscious mind as you. When I wasn't motivated, I just listened to this podcast and it fixed it for me. Cool, but that doesn't fix their deep-rooted belief of I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I need you to really, th th this next slide literally changed my life. The very first time I heard it, my, my whole world was just wrecked in the best way possible. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. I'm like, I apologize. I'm getting a little teary-eyed remembering every single time I share this quote. I remember how it changed my life because I spent my whole 20s literally thinking God must hate my guts to give me such a huge purpose and such a huge passion, but never let me do it. I will literally find myself laying in bed crying about the fact that I had this idea I wanted to pursue. I had this thing I wanted to do, but I couldn't because I was predicting thoughts and emotions and results in my life as some type of a sign from God that I must be going in the wrong way, so I, I must need to pull back. Till you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life, and you will call it fate. And the reason I dedicated myself to studying this stuff and teaching this stuff is because I realized if you don't understand what I'm teaching you right now, we are, in a way, a slave to our own past beliefs that a lot of us accidentally adopted as kids before we were old enough to know any better. Your subconscious mind is made up of the emotional experiences and the repetitions. Example. Anybody here hate math? Show me Jazzy. I'd be willing, willing to bet that you hate math 
Because, yeah, exactly. Math hates me. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet there was a time when you either had one big emotional experience where you like flunked a test and you took it home and your dad was like, what in the world is wrong with you? And in that moment, the emotions that you felt of guilt and judgment and shame coming from someone else went right into the subconscious and became a permanent belief of I suck at math. Now, honestly, if we're being real, it's not that big of a deal. Math, I mean, we have calculators on our phones, right? But here's what can be dangerous. You may have been consciously aware of the fact that you started to hate math, but unconsciously, on a subconscious level, there may have been another belief that was planted that day that said, I have to achieve something for dad to love me. And that becomes a much more powerful belief, doesn't it? I suck at math. Yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't know if that's really affecting your life unless you had a dream of being an accountant. It, I'm guessing you did not have a dream of being an accountant if you hate math, right? So, yeah, it doesn't affect your life that much. You're like, yeah, whatever. Not a big deal. That was the conscious level. On a subconscious level, it was like, I have to earn love or I'm an embarrassment to my parents. Now what happens when 20 years later they've paid for your college and you decide you want to quit your job that your degree puts you up for so that you can be an online entrepreneur? And in a subconscious level, you're like, I can't embarrass my parents. And yet here you are <laughs> trying to become an online influencers as as your your dad might see like what what does that even mean you like try to be the next kim kardashian like like what is this you have a legit career as a teacher making four dollars an hour i don't understand the problem here <laughs> you have a legit career as a nurse working ninety thousand hours per week and getting two minute cracker breaks once a week you have a legit career doing something you absolutely hate that eats your soul every single day. I mean, it has insurance. What could be wrong with it? Do you see how something on a subconscious level can become the lens that holds us back in so many other ways? So until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life. And you'll call it fate. A couple more quick slides that I just want to show you. When you don't understand conscious versus subconscious, you end up giving people more actions, which just leads to more failure and even more limiting beliefs. You give someone a tool, it doesn't work. So you give them another tool, so it doesn't work. Give them another tool, it doesn't work. Give them another tool, it doesn't work. And now what have you done? You have created a repetition of I'm a failure. You give people advice or pep talks that make them feel better but only short term. They go right back to their struggles within a day or two. You give them books, journals, podcasts, all the things that have helped them, but it falls flat. You just keep working harder and harder and harder, but feel like you must be the worst leader. When you do understand it, you can finally address the root issues people are dealing with and get them long-term results that transform their lives forever. You can finally give people customized plans for dealing with their individual 
belief issues. And I know I said belief issues and some of you here, you're like, wait a second, I'm a health and fitness coach. I don't need to help people with their individual belief issues. Really? (laughs) You think a health journey doesn't come with some belief issues? Or I'm just trying to help people become a better photographer. I don't know what that has to do with belief. Really? You think someone can raise their prices and go get clients when they have internal belief issues? reality. I I think we all get it by now, but I just wanted to pause and make sure I pointed that out. It does not matter what result you're trying to help people get. The thing standing between where they are and where they want to be is always beliefs first, then behaviors. And I can't fix anybody's behaviors without at least addressing their beliefs. Does everyone everyone at least feel that? Everybody agree with me on that? I don't don't think anyone would argue with that, but I just felt like I need to make that point real quick. You no longer need to give all of your energy, time to trying to drag people along because they no longer depend on you. AKA, you raise up leaders. Now, trick question, which one's faster? Solving temporary problems or solving deep-rooted problems? Which one do you guys think is faster? Solving temporary problems or deep-rooted problems? Which one's faster? We've got a little bit of a 50-50 battle over here in the chat. And I said it was a trick question. It's a trick question because of this. The reality is you can fix shallow problems so much faster, but it's never actually a fix. And this is why people love to do it. Deep-rooted problems The first time around, take a little more work because you got to dig a little bit deeper. But when you make the change, it's permanent. And therefore, it's a trick question because the reality is you can fix shallow problems a lot faster, but then you got to fix them again and 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 again. I think you get it. Versus fixing a deep-rooted problem takes a little bit longer of a process, but then you don't really have to touch it again. For the rest of my life, I know how to take care of my own eczema. When I have little flares, by the way, I'm like, let a little too much gluten and dairy sneak in over the weekend, but I know how to clean it up. I am now the powerful one. My eczema no longer controls me. I control it. Does that make sense? And for a lot of you, Currently, your subconscious mind controls you. It is literally an automated thing happening in the background you don't even, you're not even aware of. That, that's a scary thing. <laughs> but the beautiful thing is that if we can teach you how to diagnose and fix, you now become the one in charge of the most powerful force in the world, which is your subconscious mind paired with your heart. And this is why in, in, in our certification, we, we kind of call this head versus heart. And the reality is it's, we're kind of talking about the battle that's happening between your subconscious mind and your heart. Your subconscious mind is rooted in past. It expresses itself through fear and doubt and judgment and shame. We're not always aware of like what actual trigger or voice is there, but it's just doing this all the time. The heart space is pointing to the future rooted in abundance, 
that expresses itself through hope and faith, the strength and purpose and love. And what I have found, this is kind of our, what we call our performance coaching process, is that if I can do the work to dig into the subconscious mind and find the trigger, I can reroute something to the heart and I can start to actually reprogram my subconscious mind to agree with my heart space instead of being this constant conflict with my heart space. Does that make sense? And so I believe true success happens not when you fix your mindset or even think better thoughts, but when you literally go through the work to reprogram it, to be in alignment with your heart, which is your most true self. Does that make sense? Hey, what's up, friends? I am so excited to announce my brand new Six Months to Six Figures membership. This program was created as basically a best hits version of all of the programs I have done for the last 10 years to help over 40,000 entrepreneurs. And here's why we put together this program, because we have found that so many entrepreneurs out there are struggling, and I mean struggling with sales and marketing. And the reality is there's almost no one out there actually giving you a blueprint for how to develop messaging that connects and converts. Everyone out there is telling you to show up more, to believe more, to do more, but no one's really teaching you exactly what to do. And so inside the six months to six figures, I'm going to be giving you the blueprint to creating powerful messaging that connects and converts. Because I'm a certified life performance and leadership coach. We're also going to be doing a ton of work on your mindset as well as developing your leadership skills so that you can be the kind of person that has full confidence in what you have to offer, but also in your ability to help others once they join you. So if you want to hop into this group, you can get 30 days for free, 30 days free in my new six months to six figures program by just clicking on the link that we have right here in the description and in the show notes on the podcast. Hope to see you inside soon.